The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits. We got your Monday, May 21st edition. Hope everybody had a really good weekend and ready for another week of action. Um, weather, for the most part, stayed away this weekend. We have a good looking weather day on tap today. Not a bunch of windy situations. A couple spots of rain around 15%. So hopefully that just kind of fades away and we're good. But can always get worse as the day goes on. So don't forget to go check in on that when you get at it. Uh, we got nine games on tap. Let's check out your totals. Braves, Phillies, 8.5. Padres, Nationals, 7.5. Marlins, Mets, 8.5. D-backs, Brewers, 8. Your two or three big games to target here. Yankees, Rangers, 9.5. Orioles, White Sox, 9.5. Tigers, Twins, 9. And then you have Royals, Cardinals, 8.5. Rockies, Dodgers, 7.5. So you got those three totals over 9. You got three 8.5s also. So interesting spots here. You got a, a handful of really, really good higher-priced arms. And then the way DraftKings has been doing their pricing, which, you know, I get. It gives you some, some high-priced options based on the slate, some call it dynamic price scales. Um, it's not more of a, a the yearly production. It's more of a slate-by-slate basis, which I like. It keeps it interesting for sure. And we got a bunch of cheapies, some trashy lefties on the mound. We can target some power righties. So lots and lots to go off of today. Let's kick it off with your pitching as always. Your top-priced arm on the slate is that Granky at 12-1. Great arm. I won't be paying it. You got Gio Gonzalez at 11-9. If you're going to pay up for either of these two, it's Gio for me. I don't really plan on paying for either. Uh, there's plenty of the 9s and 8s that I like a lot. Uh, Gio is at home where he's been getting over 21 points per game on the season. He's got back-to-back basically 23-point outings and then a 29-point outing. He's been very, very good. He faced this San Diego Padres team his last time out in San Diego. Six innings, one earned, eight Ks for those 22.7 draft Kings points. As volatile as pitching has been this year, he's very consistent. That's why I don't mind him if you're paying up top. If you want that comfort level against a San Diego team that strikes out over 25% versus lefties, he's got a 23% plus K rate. He's got a ground ball rate of 47%. He limits the hard contact. Washington's not like an extreme hitter's park. It's not an extreme pitcher's park. It's pretty. It's probably more pitcher than hitter, but still pretty neutral. Padres are tied with the lowest total at three point one. Lefties two hundred seven. Righties three twenty eight. Off Geo. So there are a few options in that lineup. You got 
Perella and Villanueva who crushed his lefties, but he's you know he's woke up the last few days, but overall been in quite a slump and a couple other bats. But as a whole, the Padres' offense isn't terrifying. So if you're paying up, you're paying up to Gio, in my humble opinion. But I don't think you need to. Let's drop down below Gio. You got Miles Michaelis at ninety eight hundred bucks at home against the Kansas City Royals. Again, another guy like in Gio's fashion, but he's um, twenty one hundred dollars cheaper. He doesn't like the stat column up for you, but he just gets it done. His last outing out was horrible. It was his worst. He only got two runs, but he only got four and two-thirds innings, only two Ks. But prior to that, 21-4, 23-6, 21-6, 26-8, 22-2. So five straight starts. He was going seven innings, limiting the damage, getting you a handful of strikeouts. He's just not a huge strikeout guy. Usually doesn't walk many either, which is beautiful with Michaelis. Kansas City doesn't strike out a ton. So it's kind of one of those what's going to happen games. Um, they have a total of 3-4-4, third lowest on the slate. Lefty's 3-13, righty's 2-96. The Royals' offense we know is not good. So it brings Michaelis in play as a, a very interesting option. But there's two guys in this 9K range that I like a little bit more, especially GPP-wise. Uh, Mike fulton Evish might be one of the better GPP options on the slate because he is definitely boomer bust. A lot better bu- boom than bust this season against Philadelphia. He's faced him three times on the year. 17 innings pitched, 4 earned, 21 strikeouts, averaging 21.6 DraftKings points per start against the Philadelphia Phillies this year. Uh, he's coming off back-to-back 20-plus point performances. He's gone for 20 or more in 3 of his last 4, in 4 of his last 6, 16 or more in 5 of his last 6. He's 9600 bucks with tremendous K upside. We saw what Jack Flaherty did to this Phillies lineup on Sunday, striking out 13. And the Phillies are tilting because they have a very good offense, no sugarcoating it. But it seems like it's all or nothing. You look back at that four-game Cardinals series, and they went off twice, and they went got shut down twice. Uh, we know Fulty can get beat up, but as a whole this year, he's pitched a ton better. His strikeout velocity is around 95, 96 miles an hour on average, which is very good. He's limited the hard contact, which you used to not be able to say about Fulty in the past. Um, he's got a, a, a strikeout rate of over 22%, and the Phillies are striking out at 26.5% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So for a GPP, because the boom, uh, the bust is there. The boom is also very much there. Lefty's 320, righty's 315 off Fulty. They do have a 4-4 total, which is very, very good. But uh, GPP-wise, the Ks can definitely be there. He can give up a couple of runs, strike out a handful, get you 20-plus points on low ownership because people are going to go to Michaelis or this next guy. Fulty could be a very nice low-owned option. The other guy I like here is Walker Bueller at 9300 bucks. He was pitching outstanding against the Miami Marlins his last time out, and then a couple hiccups, and boom, goes a dynamite. He leaves with four earned and five innings, still at seven Ks. He has seven or more Ks in three straight starts. He has six or more Ks in four starts. He has five or more in every start this year. That was his low point. Before that start, he had 17 or more points in every start this year. He's been very, very good, to say the least. Obviously a small sample size, but pretty much averaging 20 points a game. He's in a phenomenal spot against the Colorado Rockies. Rockies offense, that's just dreadful and really struggles against right-handed pitching. They strike out 25% of the time. Uh, They're tied with the lowest total with the Potters at 3.1. Lefty's 283, righty's 207. So Bueller is in a great spot. Again, I said the the Rockies struggle versus right-handed pitching. They have a very, very below average ice, or Woba of 289 and an average ISO of 161 versus the right-handed variety. So I like Bueller quite a bit to bounce back today. I think he'll be kind of the popular option in this group, but Bueller and Fulty I like quite a bit here. So in your 9K range, I got Bueller 1, Michael is 2, Fulty 3, but Fulty, you know, is my number one GPP play on the high price. You know, 9K and above, 
Fulte is my GPP guy. I think ownership-wise, he'll be the lowest in this group. And uh, big upside against the Phillies, but there is that uh, bust potential that makes him GPP. You know, if you want to do a Bueller faulty one-two, I don't hate it. Your bats will be interesting, but there will be value on this slate with such bad pitching. So it is an interesting option there. Let's drop down to the 8K range. Another great GPP option because the bust is tremendous, but the boom is very much there as well, is Masahiro Tanaka of the New York Yankees going into Texas. Not a fun place to pitch in. And, you know, his last couple starts, four points, 13.9. But then, hey, here's your GPP upside. At the Angels, 31.1. Face Minnesota, who's got some power, 23.4. He's got 20 plus to 30 plus, 20 to 30 point upside, but he's also got that des- destroyed game in him. And it's really weird if you look at his splits this year. He's started four games at home. He's averaged 12.8 points, giving up 13 runs and 23 and a third. On the road in his four starts, 23 innings, 11 earned, and he's getting almost 20 DraftKings points for starts. Got more strikeouts on the road than at home. Could be definitely opponent dependent. No sugarcoat in that. But that helps. That's kind of what I want to point out is the Texas Rangers strike out a ton. 26.4%, basically just like the Phillies. A big, big strikeout team. He still has almost a 15% swinging strike rate, a K rate of over 25%. There's not a lot of hard conduct. It's just he, every now and then he hangs a splitter and he gives up the long ball. That's what we talk about Tanaka. He's given up four home runs at home and four on the road this year. So eight run, eight home runs and eight starts. He's going to give you at least one a start more often than not. Uh, it's just the way the cookie crumbles with him. Texas has a 4.1 team total, middle of the pack. Lefties 295, righties 335. So it's reverse splits. Does better versus the lefties. The Rangers have a below-average Wobo of 297 versus right-handed pitch and an average ISO of 155. It makes for a very interesting matchup. If he's limiting his hanging splitters, which is a big if because we have no idea, he can be filthy. He could get you eight-plus strikeouts against the Texas Rangers team. He can give you seven shutout innings. He could be phenomenal. He could be the Tanaka that everybody you know loves and raves about. At the same time, you can see Joey Gallo and Omar Mazzara teeing off on him. You can, there, but there's no Beltre. There's no Andrus. This lineup is weakened. Very much so weakened. So Tanaka at 800 bucks for GPPs, very, very much on the radar. Below Tanaka, you got Jose Barrios at $8,500. Uh, he finally started getting that curveball snap in his last time out, getting 36.1 DraftKings points because, boy, oh, boy, was he in a funk. But he did that against the St. Louis uh, Cardinals team. Bunch of strikeouts in that one, double-digit Ks. Now he goes up against the Detroit Tigers team. Strikes out 21% of the time. He's a minus 200 home favorite, which is tremendous. Everything looks great peripheral-wise. He was just finally locating his pitches a lot better in this start. Tigers have a 3.7 team total, fourth lowest on the slate. Lefty's 286, righty's 307. Barrios thinks in a phenomenal spot. Again, you're hoping he locates properly, but he's got tremendous upside in this matchup. No problem with Barrios here. So in my middle tiers, I got Barrios 1, Tanaka 2, but GPP-wise, Tanaka's much higher than Barrios in my opinion. But hey, if you want to go Barrios-Tanaka lineup, I don't mind it because they both have... 25-plus point upside with the, the bust as well. But you can mix and match this 8 9K range here and have fun. If you want to go two GPP guys into Fulte and Tanaka, if they both pop off, dude, you're going to be so far ahead of the game. And you can get a lot of good pitching or a lot of good bats in there as well. Once you drop below uh, Barrios, this is kind of how the, the, the pricing's been of late. You get a massive drop-off because all the way down to 6300 bucks, And we're there's only one guy down here I can really take a stab at, and he's at 50 $700. Herman Marquez of the Colorado Rockies at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers offense is a mess. We've, we've been established it's a mess. Uh, Marquez is nothing glamorous by any means, but definitely has those home road splits. He gets beat up at home, 0.7 draftings points, eight earned runs in 15 two-thirds innings, but on the road in five starts this year. That was four starts at home. 
Five starts on the road. 28 innings pitched. Seven earned runs. 29 strikeouts over a K per inning. He's averaging 18.9 DraftKings points for starts on the road. Something to definitely keep a look at because his last few road starts at San Diego, 13-1. At the Mets, 25-9. At Miami, 18-1. Pittsburgh, 23-1. Arizona, 14-5. For 5700 bucks, he's giving you a nice little base there of a comfort zone. By no means is this a sure thing. Not even a chance. No chance at all. But the Dodgers have a 4.4 total, just around middle of the pack. Lefty's 349. Righty's 292. We know the Dodgers' offense has struggled. They have an okay kind of average Woba of 317, average ISO of 161. Nothing out of this world great. He gives you a tremendous upside at 5700 bucks. So he's definitely in play if you need a punt. The rest of the punts are just dreadful. And not saying Marquez is a sure thing by any means, but he definitely gives you that leverage there you can work with. So recapping your pitching, if you're going in the five-digit range, you're going Gio Gonzalez at 11-9. But we start in the 9K, you got Bueller at 93. Mikolas at 98 and Fulty at 96. Fulty, that GPP upside. In the, in the 8Ks, you got Barrios and Tanaka. Again, Tanaka, big GPP upside as well. Then down below, you got Herman Marquez at $5,700. Let's go to the bats. But before we do so, let me talk to you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store, is a great way to play fantasy sports. Snake style drafts that are done in under five minutes. They got baseball, basketball, hockey, golf. They're doing NFL best balls right now. They have it during the regular season as well, which is phenomenal. But you get your best ball drafts in, and it's tons and tons of fun. The app is super user-friendly. They are great uh, for the fans when there's some issues. They take care of people that are when it's out of your control. And unlike other sites, you can, uh, you know, if it's in a rain delay and the game gets canceled before the game actually started, so it's, it's you know, a late start and it gets canceled, hey, if there's still games available, you can make changes. When guys are out of your lineups, they alert you. You can make changes. Tons and tons of fun. When you make your first deposit, use promo code SD Sports when you check out and get a free entry into a free $3 tournament. Tons of fun. Love playing it. Uh, come join us on Draft, draft.com, draft in your app store, promo code SD Sports at checkout for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now let's get to the bats on this nine game slate. Starting out at the catcher's position, and we are led by the one, the only Gary Sanchez at $4,800 versus Bartolo Colon. You know, no fault in you if you want to go full Yankees here. Bartolo's so hit and miss, but they have a 5-3-2 total, highest on the slate at the moment. Lefty's 314, righty's 354, so massive reverse splits. So El Gary in Texas is a good spot at 4,800. You're going to like to JT Real Muto at 4K versus Jason Vargas. Vargas has been absolutely horrible this year. The Marlins have a team total of four. Lefty's 43, righty's 456. He, Vargas has been destroyed. Let me, t- let me give you his uh, game logs here real quick. This has been just dreadful. Um, we just mentioned lefties and righties both blow him up. Uh, DraftKings is taking his time loading up its page here. Uh, you look at his games. Here we go. At Cincy, four innings, four earned, no homers. Good for him, but minus 2.4 points. Atlanta, four and two-thirds, 11 hits, six earned, three homers, minus 3.3. At San Diego, three and two-thirds, nine earned, Two homers, minus seven. So he has minus points in all three starts. He's given up five homers on the year. He's pitched eight, two-thirds, 11, 12 and a third innings. 12 and a third innings, and he's given up 19 runs. 19 earned runs, I should say. More than that. So, yes, the Marlins are in play tonight, and JT Realmito at 4K is a phenomenal spot if you want to go that direction. You got to like Yasmani Grandal. We mentioned lefties versus Herman Marquez is an option, so Grandal at 36 is okay. I try to get up to Realmito if he can. Probably pay down, but Grandall definitely is an option for you there. Okay, like Tyler Flowers at 33 could be worth a look for you. Uh, Willington Castillo at 32 versus Kashner as well as a cheaper option. 
when you go down some more, it's a little bleak. You're going to want to check lineups because some of these little guys will pop up. You'll look for maybe Baltimore throws a right-handed bat there and Caleb Joseph, who is way down the list. He's 2,500 versus Hector Santiago. So that could be a nice one. We know Joseph can't hit lefties just fine. That could free up all kinds of money for you uh, in your position. So take a look at the lineups. You'll get a couple sneakies in there. But uh, you got the big boys up top and Sanchez and Muto. You got like Grandal, uh, Castillo, Flowers. And then you go down to the guys like Joseph with some value. First base, you got Freddie Freeman versus Nick Pavetta. Yes, we, we respect the hell out of Pavetta. The Braves have destroyed Pavetta in his three starts. I forgot to bring that up. Well, because we didn't want to use him as a pitcher. But we used him against Baltimore. He absolutely crushed it for us. There was no sugarcoat in that at all. But his three games in Atlanta this year, let's just show it to you here real quick. Actually, and um, on the 28th, five innings, four earned, gave up a homer, 9.9 points. On the 17th at Atlanta, five innings, one earned, two Ks, 9.7. And then the opening day, four innings, three earned, 4.2. He's given up a few long balls in there, so he can be touched up at times. You got Freddie Freeman, who's definitely in play. The Braves, four team total. Lefties, 428. Righties, 254. He has been smoking against righties, but the lefties in Pavetta are, against Pavetta are very, very good. So Freeman at 52 in play for you there. Uh, when you go down, you get Jose Abreu at 44 versus Cashner. not horrible at all. Carlos Santana against Fulte. Yes, you do target lefties versus Fulte if you're targeting them. So he is in play for you there. Joey Gallo versus Sinaka at 41. Jose Martinez at 41 could be a sneaky play. Cardinals third highest total at 506. Lefties 363. Righties 398. And uh, the last few starts for Ian Kennedy has been a flyball fest. We know he's always been a flyball pitcher. It's been big time lately. He's been getting beat up. So Jose Martinez at 41 and the Cardinals could be a sneakier stack on this slate. Cody Bellinger at 4K, worth a look versus Marquez. Uh, Trey Mancini at 3800 bucks, first base outfield eligible versus Hector Santiago is definitely in play for you there. Um, Santiago does have reverse splits this year. Lefties 365, righties 299. But that's not going to stop me from using righties against uh, Santiago. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, the, the history says enough for it. Go down a little farther. You got the likes of Mark Trumbo with his power at 3500 Santiago, good GPP option there versus the lefty Santiago. Um, a little farther down, maybe some Mark Reynolds if he cracks the Washington lineup. He's first base, third base eligible. The lefty Erlin is not good at all. Um, someone to keep an eye on there for the Nats with Mark Reynolds at 3,400. Other than that, um, there might be a few more that open up down here, but nothing really standing out at this moment. Uh, yeah, check your lineups. Nothing too crazy in the low threes. Second base, you'll have Ozzy Albies at 52 versus Pavetta. Obviously a great spot. Cesar Hernandez at 44 versus Fulte. Good spot as well. But you got some depth here at the second base position tonight. You got guys like Yohan Moncada, who from the left side of the plate swings about really, really well. 4,100 versus Kashner in a really good spot there. The uh, Tigers are throwing their lefty Hardy out there. You got Brian Dozier at 39. He's been uber quiet. But we know Dozier in his career versus the left-handed variety. Is something we definitely get behind. Minnesota's got the second highest total, basically the same total as the Yankees, 5.3. Lefties, 294. Righties, 306. An extremely small sample size against Blaine Hardy. But Blaine Hardy's been getting beat up this year. So we know Dozier's been quiet of late, really, really quiet. So ownership will be down. He's 3,900 versus Hardy. Uh, Jonathan Scope, 3,800 versus Santiago. Another guy, tons of power versus left-handed pitching. So two good options there below 4K. Like I said, I love Albies. I love Hernandez. We got some value on this uh, second base position you can target. You guys like Ezra Cabrera at 3,600. Another good option for you there. Many will mention uh, Matt 
Matt Carpenter, he's been hitting the, the last few games. He's 3,400. I don't like Matt Carpenter, but if he's waking up, he's a good hitter at that price tag. So if you go that direction, I don't fault you. Jose Perella, three grand, second base outfield for the Padres. Right-handed bat versus Gio Gonzalez in the middle of the order. Get a $3,000 bat in the middle of an order is always a nice thing to take a look at. And Chris Owens, if he cracks the lineup, he's second base outfield. He's 2,900 versus Chase Anderson in uh, Milwaukee. So another cheapy option for you there. Other than that, check your lineups as there will be a few more cheapies, but you got a lot of options there at second base, especially in the three mid to three mid to high three K range. Definitely some viable options for you. Third base, Arenado at forty eight against Bueller is very interesting. I'm not going there, but Arenado's always a GPP play. Uh, Travis Shaw at forty three versus Granky. You got Jake Lamb at forty two versus Anderson. Lamb has been back for a handful of games now. We know how he does versus the right handed pitching, especially in Milwaukee. That's something to definitely keep an eye on. His few games back, 0, 7, 12, 0, or is only, he's only been back for like two games, 0 and 7. Those were before that. So 0 and 7 his last two games. We know when you're targeting Chase Anderson, lefty's 319, righty's 370. Uh, Jake Lamb could be in play for you at 42 if you believe he's ready to rock and roll. Mile, uh, Mike Moustakis, 41 versus Nicholas, is in play. But then got, again, Davidson at 3,900. Anthony Rendon in his career has just crushed left-handed pitching. For some reason, he's 3800 bucks. Yes, he's been slumping a bit. I get it. Just like Brian Dozier has. These are two guys that crush left-handed pitching. Dozier's 3900 Rendon's 38 Maybe they wake up tonight. Maybe they wake up together and you win a GPP because their talent level is much better than that price tag. If you don't want to go that way, though, you got guys like Eduardo Escobar's down at 3700 Our Minnesota Twins bat is still swinging it okay. Not like he once was, but he's still very okay. Danny Valencia, big-time bat versus left-handed pitch, and he's 3,500 versus Hector Santiago. Mentioned Mark Reynolds already 3,400, so some good options here at third base as well. Yomer Sanchez at 34, don't hate that at all. If Max Muncy cracks the lineup for the Dodgers, he's 3,400 as well. In a good spot for you there. Mentioned earlier when we were talking about Gio Gonzalez, Christian Villanueva, uh, extreme power versus left-handed pitching, extreme power. He's 3,300 bucks today. He went deep yesterday. He's gone deep in three of his last four, so maybe that bat is waking up for you there. So he's in a good spot there versus Geo, especially like in a GPP sense. You're not really stacking the Padres, but there are some options there if you want to go that direction. Daniel Descalso, 3,100 versus Chase Anderson, another cheapie you can look at for yourself there. And then Johan Camargo, third base shortstop eligible for the Braves. He's 2,800 bucks and should be the starting third baseman for the time being. Shortstop, Manny Machado versus Santiago at 56 is outstanding. That is a great play. No sugarcoat that at all. That is probably one of the top plays on the slate. Trey Turner at 48 is in a good spot as well. Didi Gregorius has quieted down a lot. But at 3,900 versus Bartolo Colon is a sweet-looking spot as well. Escobar at 37. Just talked about him. He's in play for you there. Uh, you slide down to the likes of Tim Anderson's been heating up against stealing bags. He's 3,300 if you want a cheapie. You could go that direction. But like Jerks and Profar hit in the middle of the Texas order at only 3200 I don't hate it. It is Tanaka who could pitch really well, but it's not a bad price tag at 3200 You go down a little more. We mentioned, um, where'd he go? We got Miguel Rojas at 29 versus the Mets. I love that play. I hope he is towards the top of the order. Even if it's the bottom, it's not the worst. But against Vargas, he's bad. Rojas from the right side of the plate there at 2900 Very much a play there versus uh, Vargas. So there's definitely some nice value. You mentioned Yohan Camargo at 2800 there's value at a couple of these positions. First base, you probably want to go up, but you don't have to. But second base has good value. Third base, we found some with Rendon and company. Shortstop definitely has its value. 
So maybe you pay up a catcher, differentiate yourself, or you get some good pitching, or let's go to the outfield where there's always tons of bats to pick from. This is probably the direction many will go, the outfield. Aaron Judge versus Cologne at 55, Stanton 51. Both good options. We mentioned the reverse splits. Righties are hitting them really, really well this year. You got the struggling Bryce Harper versus Zach Erland at 5,300. Don't hate it. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. Odomel Herrera has been on fire. He's 48 versus Fulte. But one I do like a lot is Tommy Pham at 46 versus Ian Kennedy. Mentioned the fly ball rate has been going through the roof for Ian Kennedy. Uh, St. Louis third highest total. Lefty's 363. Righty's 398. Tommy Pham leading off. 4,600 bucks. Gets overlooked quite a bit too often. So I like that quite a bit. Nick Markakis at 44. Yeah, Yellick at 43. Both good. Mazzara at 42 in play. Tanak, or, uh, Gallo at 41. GPP as well. Brett Gardner, 41 versus Bartolo leading off. Not a horrible look for you there. Uh, you go down some more. You got the likes of maybe David Dahl at 39 if you're feeling frisky against Bueller. Um, but like Michael Conforto at 39 leading off versus Hernandez. Hernandez is not a good right-handed pitcher. Not a lot of uh, strikeout stuff. He gives up a lot of contact. So you got Conforto leading off, who's, you know, very hit and miss. But you got zero yesterday. We probably had an 18 and a 16 in that Arizona series on Saturday and Friday. 3900 bucks for Conforto is in a good spot there versus Hernandez. Uh, Trey Mancini at 38 mentioned uh, how much we like him tonight. Good spot there. Aaron Hicks at 38, another good spot for him as well. Go down a little farther. Got Shinsu Chu at 37 is always on the radar for us. Uh, Tyler O'Neill with that power upside. Right-handers hit him better than lefties. 3,600 is in play. Jay Bruce at 36 for GPPs. I can get behind. You go down farther. You got the likes of uh, Jock Jams at 35 for GPPs only. Uh, Franchi Cordero, probably not today. He's got that power upside versus anybody, but probably not today. Uh, Brian Anderson of the Marlins. He's third base outfit eligible at 3,400. I could definitely dig that at, at that price point. Good value there for the, the Fish versus Vargas. Uh, Brandon Nemo, if he's playing towards the top of the order at 34, I can get behind that as well. Max Kepler, slowly hitting lefties better, so don't sleep on him at 34 as a value play. And you'd expect Minnesota to get to Hardy and get some bullpen, hopefully. So that's something to keep in mind there. Marcelo Zuna is only 3,300 versus Kennedy. Yes, he's been struggling tremendously. But definitely a GPP upside if you want to go that direction. Uh, Austin Hayes is not playing there. You know, farther. Cargo's 32 versus Bueller. Manny Margot, 31 versus uh, Geo is another GPP type play for you there. Um, I'm looking for Jose Perella at 3K is one we talked about. Alex Gordon's 3K versus Michaelis is another option for you. Uh, Robbie Grossman, 3K, does switch hit well versus Hardy. That's an option. You got a guy a lot of people are going to use tonight. A lot. Like a lot, a lot. I'm going to bring him up because if I don't, someone's going to kill me. But he's 2900 bucks. He should be starting in the outfield for the Washington Nationals. He hits lefties really, really well. Don't let that fool you. He's a left-handed bat. He's not a social hitter. He's a lefty. He hits both sides of the plate very, very well. Hits lefties just fine in the minors. His name is Juan Soto. And this kid is damn good. 19 years old. Really, really good. And he's only $2,900 on DraftKings. He's going to be in probably... 60% plus alliance, I'd imagine. Just because of that price point alone. Everybody wants a shiny new toy. So maybe that gets you off of him. That's fine. But I wanted to bring him up just because, yeah, that is outstanding. Other than that, check your lineups. There's going to be some value that picks up with these bad lefties on the mound, some other bad pitchers in general. There will be a lot of nice value that creeps up. But uh, awesome spots to look at. Let's recap your pitching real quick. You got Geo up top in the middle of the 9K range. Bueller. Michaelis, Fulty, Fulty, big GPP upside, big time. 
Um, Barrios, Tanaka in the 8K range. Tanaka, again, big GPP upside. And then down below, Herman Marquez at 5,700 is the only way we're looking in that direction. You know, your top totals on the slate, you got Yankees, Twins, Cardinals, Orioles, White Sox. Love them all. Love them all. When you get down below them, though, some like the Mets could be some value there against Hernandez. Uh, you look at the, like, the Nationals versus Erlin as an option for sure. And then there's some other ones in play for you there. Let's check out the BVP real quick and send you on your way. You got Eric Hosmer, 5 for 10 with two homers off Gio Gonzalez. Some uh, be a sneakier play because not many will play him. Mikel Franco, 6 for 16, two homers off Fulte. Odebor Herrera, 8 for 25, two doubles and a homer. Enciarte, 8 for 14 off of uh, Pavetta. Cameron Maidman, 4 for 6, small sample off Vargas. Castro, 3 for 8, three doubles. So those are some right-handed bats. You'll get super cheap. Maidman was below 3K tonight. Um, I'm not saying go all in on the Marlins, but it's a great team. If you want to stack them, you can do like a mini stack and it'll free up every dollar you ever wanted or if they're all like little value plays you can pick and choose like i mentioned anderson you got maven castro rojas uh rio mutual's 4k so he's not really a value but he's still a great play you can mix and match and get some some other options in there and they're in a great spot usually you take value because it's just value facing jason vargas has big time upside you got a little farther you got the likes of uh chirinos four for eight two doubles off tanaka uh choose five for 12 with a double but uh, Mazzara and Odor have both homered off of them, but not much going on there. As a team, though, the team that's there hitting 327, 16 for 49 off of him. Five doubles, two homers, uh, 904 OPS, 390 Woba, 224 ISO. So they've hit him well, but uh, see how that goes. Stanton, six for 16, a homer, or a double, two homers off of Bartolo. Jose Abreu, four for six off Kashner. Beef Wellington, five for 12 with a double. Joey Ricard, another value play for tonight in the outfield for Baltimore. Joey Ricard, Machado, Adam Jones, uh, Trumbo, Chris Davis, all homered off of Santiago. Trumbo twice. Danny Valencia, 7 for 22 doubles. So they are doing a 405 Woba and a 268 ISO for the Orioles versus Hector Santiago. Just fine. Just fine. Get on farther, James McCann, 5 for 8, 2 doubles, 2 homers off Burials. That's a out of nowhere stat. Uh, Tommy Pham, four for eight, two doubles, and a homer off Jericho or off of Kennedy. Jericho and Carpenter have homered off of Kennedy as well. Going on a little farther. That's about it. That is really about it. Stories, stories taking Bueller deep, one for two in that matchup. So there you have it. Quick hits in the books for your Monday, May twenty first edition. Hope, again, hope everybody had a great weekend. We've got a big week on tap here tonight. We're recording the always pressing PGA DFS pod. We'll have all our PGA content out throughout the week. Um, Doc will have his recap of the UFC in Chile coming up for you on that interesting fight night fight card. We'll have much, much more going on. I recorded Bench with Bubba episode 95 last night with Bat Flip Crazy. Absolutely awesome. Check it out. That guy is so smart. Uh, if you haven't followed him on Twitter, you should. He, he does a lot of good stats to help you out with your players and breaks down their X stats and all that. He goes over his whole process. And we break down with Goldschmidt and some other players. So really go check it out. It's an awesome, awesome uh, set of info there from him. But much more coming up this week. Go check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. And when you go to Draft, Draft in your app store, draft.com, use promo code SDSports when you check out for entry into a free $3 tournament. But until then, this was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Monday, May 21st edition. I'm out.